welcome back to Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. This is a podcast where we talk about music, mindset, and mental health. I'm a life coach who loves to listen to music made prior to the 2010s. And I'm a stay-at-home mom who loves me some rock music, but Elle, might also add that I dabble into other songs as well. Ooh, other, other genres. Other genres. You know, I'm, I'm trying new things. I'm liking the jabbling. The dabbling. Jab, jabbling. 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 Nunga, nunga, nunga. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your songs are perfect. Snow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, classics. One of the classics. One of the classics. Hey, Ganya. I'm going pretty well, actually. I've been spending this week really thinking about talents and hobbies and like what they mean and how mm. people feel about them. Right. I came across this video the other day of Ed Sheeran playing what he sounded like before he was Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And it was so interesting. His voice was so out of pitch. It didn't sound anything like Ed Sheeran. That is crazy. Yeah, and it made me start to realize, like, we have all these expectations of some people being just, like, born with natural talent. And really, we don't see, like, the hard work and the energy they put into, like, creating their craft. Well, that's what you assume, right? You assume people like Ed Sheeran or whoever, you know, Ariana Grande, you assume that they just wake up and they're like, oh, they just yeah. belt it out. Like out of the womb. Exactly. Yes. I just find it really, really inspiring because it reminds you that just because you're not good at something or like amazing at something at first doesn't mean you can't practice until you get to a point where you can start enjoying that passion. My question is, how does one discover that they have that passion? Yeah, so, or the hobby, yeah. I always grew up thinking that I had no talents. Same, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, same. Ask me, what would you do on a talent show? My talent would be just standing there awkwardly. I agree. I, I can't, like, whenever I used to, like, the worst thing ever was at school camps when they would have talent shows. Ah. Oh, yeah. It freaked me out. But I remember practicing dances with friends, yeah. and I was like, dancing, not my forte, for fun. <laughs> no. Yes. For talent? No, no, no. like choreographed. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. No. no, as much as I would love that to be the case, I mm-hmm. uh, not me. But then, yeah, singing. I guess if you practice at singing enough, you can probably get there. But I think my natural talent is maybe just letting people know all the songs I've ever listened to in my life. And <laughs> like, is that a talent? Is that a talent? Or quoting Goldmember, is that a talent? That is quite the talent. I think so. I that feel is like such a talent. Very sexual. Very, very toy. It's always the first one I go for. Yeah, it's just easy. Yeah. It's simple. Ask me what my talent is, Elle. What is your talent, Elle? Mm. Remembering pointless movie trivia. That is a talent. Is it? It is a talent. Mm. Just trivia in general. I love reading trivia. See, because it's a passion of It's yours. a passion. Exactly. You know the IMDb app? Yeah. I live for the days that I can just sit there and read trivia on everyone. That webpage and app is just... Oh, it's magnificent. By far my favorite thing that the internet has given us. Yes, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Who knows if those facts are true, though? To me, they are. Um, to me, yeah, I don't feel like... Well, it's know. like Wikipedia, so anyone can edit IMDb. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, especially the trivia section. It's always like, add a trivia that you know about this person. Literally anything could be made up on there, but I believe it is fact. Mm, I would as well. Mm. I would as well. Other than that, I feel like talents are one of those things where we make up such a big thing in our head of what that's meant to look like. Oh, like, yeah. it has to be this, like, tangible, physical thing, like a guitar player or, like a swimmer or a tennis player. Yeah. Usually sports and music is where I go to for yeah, talent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Or, or acting. Yes, acting. <laughs> acting. I don't know. I feel like those are all like the common talents we think about, but yep. 
there's also talents like being really good at talking to people and being mm. really good at helping people and yep. listening. Those are talents that really are useful in life. Oh, and yeah. A lot of us have them and we don't look at them as talents. I feel like if you don't have one of those really obvious talents, it's hard to assess yourself. Yeah. If it's not like right in front of you, obvious. And that's how I felt about myself for many years. Yeah. Even now. I'm like, eh, what? I don't oh know. <laughs> Every award I won was participation. I know it, but that's what I mean. Like, because you're basing it off of like a physical thing. Yeah, that's true. Participation awards for sport. And then it's like, well, that kid's good at sport. What's my thing? And then yes. you're like, nah, not acting. <laughs> no, I'm not flex. I used to be, cr- the idea of being talented in terms of flexibility was my goal. And were you ever? No. I'm awful. Yeah. Can you touch your toes? It really hurts. Same. <laughs> like the calf muscles. I mean, what really? is that? No, my hamstrings are really tight. Mm. Like sometimes I can't touch my toes, guys. I feel like that's an unpopular thing. No one wants to admit. <laughs> I think a lot of us can't touch our toes. I've been practicing doing the splits for the last two years. How's like, it going? Not well. It's taking me two years. <laughs> but I've been watching all like those TikTok videos, like where you do these certain stretches to help you. And if I was consistent, I feel like I would eventually get there. Yeah. But oh boy, it's harder than it looks. People make flexibility look like it is. Something else. I know. And sometimes I think to myself, when someone makes it look very easy, mm. they just lift their leg. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. I and know. then I'm like, <laughs> my leg gets stuck and then I end up cramping. Cramp, <laughs> cramp. <laughs> yes. Oh, so true. I feel like, yeah, when they make it look too good to be true, you're like, ah, oh, yes, definitely. That's, yeah. Like, like how can that can be hard? That. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Or go to a yoga class, you will be very confronted by how much you cannot do or where your body cannot move yeah i've been trying to do at-home pilates Mm, how's that going for you Uh, i mean it's great (laughs) but uh, it's just making me realize things about myself like downward facing dog i cannot do really i love yeah i told you i can't it's not about touching the toes but it's using the same muscle it's my hamstrings Ah. i've got very tight hamstrings so i can't do Mm. it Mm. But I'm trying. That's good. That's what we gotta do. Just like Ed Sheeran, we practice until we, we practice until, until someone notices. Until I'm like, build a Lego house. <laughs> I should know what reference that is, but I don't. <laughs> it's an Ed Sheeran song. Oh, oh. I'm gonna pick up these pieces, build a Lego house. Shall we get onto formalities? Yes, we shall. What we like to do on this podcast is talk about what was number one in music history this week. Ooh, what was? Well, they're a bit doozerish. Oh, your babe. <laughs> I couldn't get the word out. Oh, I've got some doozies, okay? <laughs> You've got the doozies. doozies. <laughs> I'm trying to be clever, but it's not working. I know, like changing Clearly it up. it's not one of my talents. <laughs> hey, it was decent. I was impressed by it. In 1976... Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki D was number one. It's a nice duet. It is a nice duet. I remember my mum used to love singing it all the time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a sweet jam. One thing I do like about this song Mm. is the video clip that comes along with it. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. It's... Just them in like a like a booth singing yeah. the song, and they do like little dances together. And he always has his arm around her. And it looks really cute, like compadres. I don't know. Look, yeah, like they're bumping along, and it's just fun. Like you can tell that they're especially when they're like the woohoo mm. parts. Mm-hmm. It's it's cute. It's nice. It's, it's wholesome. Nice. I like 
companionship. Me too. I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, I love music videos like that where you just, you hug and you're singing. That was yeah. a lot more of a back then type music video. Though. Oh, definitely. I feel like the music video makes you feel like it's just them in the studio actually I like that. there. I like it just a wholesome music video that makes you happy. And that's it. You move on. In 1992, End of the Road by Boys to Men was number one. I love Boys to Men. Man, this song, oh, I can, once I start singing it, I cannot stop. Yeah, it is so gorgeous. I feel like it's a type of music that I have loved a lot more as an adult. Hmm. More as I'm approaching my 30s now. Oh, really? I feel like even a few years ago, I was like, Psh, love songs. Yeah. I was always like that with love songs, even though I am with my husband and it's a great marriage and I love him. Yeah. I was never into love songs like this. See, I'm a big love song yeah. kind of person. And Boys to Men, they were like the inspiration to every other boy band, I feel. Yeah. Like they did it well. When it comes to like that song, you feel like the passion that they're screaming at you yeah, in the song. It's so beautiful. So much love. Yeah. You're so right. Mm. They have the best love songs. Mm, it's beautiful. Mm. I'll make love to you. There's heaps. Like you want me. That's a great song. Yeah. They're all honestly beautiful and very easy to listen to. So easy. There's some of the songs that I can't, like I don't skip them after yeah. listening to about two, three minutes in. Like I'll continue listening all the way through the end because it never stops building the like yeah. the excitement to keep singing. I agree. Yeah? It's enjoyable. Most mm. definitely. In 2001, Fallen by Alicia Keys was number one. Alicia Keys is so talented. She is extremely fantastic at everything she does. Oh, I agree. And this song, I remember this was like one of the first songs I listened to when I was young. Yeah. Like I would have been six when this came out, but I remember really hearing it on the radio and being like, wow, this sounds really cool. Yeah. One of her songs that I was obsessed with, no one. Yes. No one. Yes. I was obsessed with no one. Yeah. I, that was my first ever MySpace song. Ooh. Yeah. That was one of the first, as a teenager, singles I went and bought, like from yeah. the CD shop. Oh, I miss buying CDs so much. What we also like to do on the podcast is talk about who you share a birthday with now. If you were born on the 27th of November, that's a special birthday to me, you share a birthday with Jimi Hendrix. Ooh, I love Jimmy. Yeah, that's my dad's birthday. Oh, Papa, Papa, Papa Smurf. <laughs> I like, Papa, can you Papa hear Smurf? me? <laughs> yes. Oh. My dad is Papa Smurf. Yeah. To Back to Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Back to Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. Again, a very, very talented human. Oh, yeah. And I don't think there is anyone that can compare to the way he played. No, definitely not. And a lot of the older musicians say that. I remember Paul McCartney talking about him a lot at the concert. Me too, actually. And how just freaking outrageously talented he was. Wild. Absolutely lost way too soon. Yeah. He's part of the 27 Club? I think a lot of people are. Makes mm. me hard because we're 27. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we have a really fun but really different episode in store for everyone today. Yes, we do. Today's episode is all about video clips because, well... Hey everyone, what is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time? 
stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. Why not? <laughs> yes, well, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yes. Elle and I chose three music videos that bring out a lot of emotion in us. Some sad, some not so good. Yeah, some just uncomfortable. None of them good, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, all of them, like, it was just unpleasant emotions. Unpleasant. Yes. Yeah. You'll find out why shortly. Oh, yes. These are music videos that made us have some feelings that... We thought we'd share with everyone. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to talk about our feelings. Get into feels. Yes. Look way into certain music videos that, yeah, yeah. that kind of scare us in a way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. Me too. Me too. But before we get to that, we must <laughs> ask a few things. We must ask that you please follow us on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. Please do. And tell a friend. Tell a friend in need. That was beautifully done. Thank you. I think you guys should definitely tell a friend and you should rate us a five out of five if you like what you're hearing. Five out of five. Trust me, we don't need anything more than that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's too much. No. No, five out of five is exactly what we need, but anything more, don't worry about it. You don't have to do that. Yes, anything less, please don't even bother, please. All right, we'll be back with our discussion about music videos. And we're back. I'm actually really excited for this episode. Me too. It's it's going to be a bit different. It might involve you guys having to do a quick watch of the music video, if you want. <laughs> yes, we'd highly recommend. We highly recommend because each of these music videos made us feel a type of way. Some sad in a sweet way. Some really anxious yeah. feelings came out too. Definitely. And some just making you feel like sad but uncomfortable but related to all at the same time. Yeah, just just odd. Just odd. So, shall we get on to the first music video? Yes, we shall. The first music video that we're talking about is Lazarus by David Bowie. This is one of the is, – is this the last song that he brought out before he passed? Something like that. I or feel the like last it was, music video, something along those lines. Yeah, it was only brought out a few months before his passing. I think is what makes this not only the song, this music video, feel worse. It makes it feel worse. Yeah, yeah. I just want to talk about some of the lyrics really quick. The first line of this song is "Look up here, I'm in heaven." I know. As soon as I watched that part, I was like, <gasps> "That is already just heartbreaking." Mm. And I can't believe how long it's been since he passed. I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm. Just really sad. But in the song, he talks a lot about being a bluebird and freedom and how he wants to be free. So he was battling liver cancer. So I wonder if he was singing about being perhaps close to death. Yeah, it's very scary. It's super scary. The music video is very one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. 
Oh yeah, I got that very vibe so that much. Style mental hospital, being taped down to a bed, being stuck in a white room with no furniture. Try to write out your thoughts, writing out your thoughts, escaping your own demons. That is the music video, and it was pretty haunting. It really was. So basically, he's laying on this bed, and his face is sort of wrapped up. And he has buttons as his eyes. Oh, on that the reminds me of Coraline. Oh, I never watched that Coraline because it just seems scary. Movie. Yeah, it just seems scary. Yeah, just scary. The whole music video gave you a very uncomfortable vibe. But the lyrics are interesting because he's talking about wanting to be free. So it makes you think, did he feel as trapped as the people that, that are in it? I mean, like him and a little boy or a little girl? I think, yeah, it was, there was some, creature slash human under the bed that was trying to reach out to him from under the bed like he was kind of reaching for a bit scared as well yeah that part is what initially freaked me out a little bit i was like oh the uncomfortableness is really kicking in now yeah yeah maybe he was just battling his own demons at the time and it's showing that representation of the demons he might be facing in his life at his age and they might not necessarily have to be like physical sicknesses and illnesses but they can also be like mental as well and it can all be in your mind it's a really interesting film clip and there's also this part where he's dancing and it's so david bowie oh yes the dancing it's so pose at the end i love it loved it and then it went on to have him writing in a journal but he felt so scared to write in that journal you Mm. could tell he was going to write on it pulled himself back writing and it's like Oh, he obviously feels stuck. And then he's singing about being like a bluebird and freedom. Trapped in your mind, you know? And it it, it just makes it so much worse because it was only a month or so before he passed that this music video came out. That's what makes me think he is a creative genius. Yeah. As it is, he would have known what that purpose of that music video is. And it would have had such a deep meaning. And so to know that he was trying to send out a message just before his passing, even though I felt uncomfortable watching it because of the buttons on the eyes and things that I'm generally scared of, I wanted to continue watching it because I knew that it had purpose. Yeah. It's funny how perspective changes the way you look at things. Definitely. If he was still alive today and we saw this music video, would it have touched us as much as it did now? Probably not. Probably not. I probably wouldn't have been as inclined to continue watching it as soon as I got scared, maybe. Maybe. Very good point. So the next music video that we thought we would mention is MGMT's Kids. So I don't know if you guys have ever watched this music video. and I don't know if you're going to remember the song. I'm sure you guys do because it was a banger. It was a banger. It was a banger. But I recently went to listen to the song a few months ago and I put it on YouTube and I was just expecting it to be like a really lighthearted classic MGMT. Well, it has what it sounds like it would be. Yeah. Nothing what we watched. Yeah. When we watched the music video, I'm telling you guys, it it was very, very deep. I'm not sure how I would have felt watching this a few years ago mm-hmm. because the song is called Kids. Yeah. Right? So the music video features a kid. And what happens to this kid in this music video makes my heart, I I actually can't hand, I almost had to look away because the kid in it looks like he's around my son's age mm. and I'm the kind of person that puts my shoes 
in that person that I'm watching. Yeah. Like when I was watching Titanic and all the kids were dying and all the kids were scared, I actually had to turn it off. Yeah. This is just an example. It gets too real. Yeah. Way too real. So, oh my God, do you want to tell us what is happening to this kid? Because yeah. I don't think I can talk about it. So basically in this music video, there is a kid in his cot to start off with yeah. and he's like, confronted by all these like monsters or to him it looks like all these monsters in his room so he's crying out and one of the lyrics in the song is like kids are crying out for attention yeah and basically that's what he's doing he's crying out like in his cot his mum picks him up and they go for a walk on the street and every stranger that he sees has this like monster yeah face yeah so this poor kid is crying crying and all i could think about while i was watching it was holy shit this kid is a real life kid and this is his real life response. No matter, he's yes. so young that like whether he was acting or not, like they had to get him to react like this. And the poor child. Oh man! And oh. It, oh, it, one of the worst things in the world is seeing a child scared. Yes, it makes you so uncomfortable. Oh, it makes me. Oh, I, it actually hurts me. Yeah, definitely. In a way. Because I think of my son as well, and I'm like, it, it makes me extremely uncomfortable. Oh, and there was this one point where the mother put him down, and he just started walking away. And I'm like, yeah, what he are you doing? Yeah. Pick him up! Yeah, you he's start scared. To... He's running away. Oh my god! I know. And then a police officer picks him up, but because a police officer is a stranger to this kid, yes. the kid sees him as a monster. So he's still crying, and the mum just like picks him up like it's nothing. And it just, I think, like, what MGMT were trying to prove, like, in my opinion, yeah. was trying to say, like, your children are crying for a reason. Like, everything in this world is yeah. is a new, like, experience for and them. And it's scary for them. It is scary for them. And how important it is to be a parent that really validates your child's feelings yeah. and allows them to feel safe because that is, at that point in time, that's your role. You are your child's safe place. And this music video showed that because whenever his mum picked him up, he would stop crying. Yeah, and sometimes he would be, like, laughing and having fun and then, like, a yeah. stranger would come and he'd be like, aha! And the mum in this was so nonchalant. Yes, very much so. She just wasn't caring. And it just made me so angry. One thing I do want to mention as well is, what the hell was that car seat? The baby car seat? I don't know! I... It's like a cage of knives! <laughs> But seriously, it was. I'm like, that is not safe. I no. felt it made me just as uncomfortable as everything else in that movie. I know. In that, and I'm like, said, it felt like a movie. I keep saying I it like know. it was a movie. And the belt was like a studded belt. Mmm. Gangster. Very stylish. Very stylish. But then he was looking out the window and the car next door had all these monsters and he was crying again. Yeah. The music video then turns into classic MGMT where they are in their space age futuristic outfits. Yes, like Tin Man type. Tin Man with a little dog with a tin man. Yes. That was so cute. But they're in like a random garden just playing their music. Yeah. I I like it. I, I find it. It's different. I like it. They're just kind of staring into space but singing along and they've got the silver lipstick. and Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a, yeah, it's a vibe. But then it, again, does another 360 and turns into like this cartoon. Oh, and the kids running away from all these monsters. They obviously did in the cartoon what they could not do in real life with yeah. this child poor thing, bless his soul. Oh, and at the end, you think the cartoon child 
lands on a hand and it looks like maybe an angel, like someone very kind. Yeah. And the kid's like, oh, like a sigh of relief. And then the cartoon turns into this freaking monster and eats the kid. <laughs> you start watching it and you're like, okay, I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. Then you're like, all right. All right. And There's then you're a happy like, ending. And then you're like, okay, colors, like it's it's cartoon. Like, yeah. But it, it's just a range of emotions. That's what I'm going to tell no, you if you I watch this. I didn't like it, Elle. I enjoyed it no, more no. because I'm like, it's creative. It's super creative and it sends a really interesting message, which yeah. is what I like about it. But did I like watching it? No. <laughs> Aside from that, the song I love. Oh, what a good song, though. Yeah. I can always re-listen to that song. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's a great hit. The last music video that we want to talk about today is Monsters by James Blunt. This broke me. Oh, my God. I don't know if a music video has made me cry from start to finish. It was the way it's filmed. It's just simplistic yet perfection. You're definitely right. It is perfection. But because it starts off, you're very close and up and personal. Yeah, you're in his space. It is very confronting. Obviously, this song not only has an impact on us, has an impact on James Blunt because the emotions that this guy was pouring and it was the most simplest music video I've ever seen. It's amazing how this made you feel. I couldn't agree more. I think something he does well is he is able to show vulnerability through his voice and through his face really well. Oh, my God. And I felt that in the Your Beautiful music video, and I felt that in this music video as well. It's just he really – it's like he unlocks your emotions. Whatever you had feeling, whether you related to the song or not, it allowed you to have a a look into how he felt and then therefore you, like, searched within yourself as well. If you don't know what the song is, it's a really touching, touching song. It's basically about him and his father. They're both grown men. Obviously, his father used to nurture him and protect him when he felt scared. Interesting theme going on here. Mm, Very true, yeah. Yeah. But now perhaps his father is unwell and now James Blunt is taking – well, the son is taking care of the father. doesn't matter what's ever happened in the past. They'll always love each other. Yeah. The lyric that really got me was, I know your mistakes, you know mine – so while you're sleeping, I'll try make you proud. Mm. And then, so daddy, won't you just close your eyes? Don't be afraid. It's my turn to chase the monsters away. Like, how can you listen to that and not feel there's some way you can relate that in your own life? We all have parents. We all have monsters that we face as well yeah. every day. Yeah, we all have a relationship with the people that birth does, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So hopefully good. But there is not one person out there who can't relate to maybe they feel like that's something missing from their life and that's what they get emotional or exactly what James Blunt is thinking. Maybe their mom or dad is older and, you know, they're dealing with the fact that they could be grieving over their parents soon. Yeah, and that feeling of, like, having to let someone go. Let someone go. It's a really good film clip. Yeah. And it's one of those music videos where I couldn't help but shed a tear because... Oh, yeah. I'm going to go out and say it's probably the saddest music video I've ever seen. Wow, that's that's a big statement. It is a big statement. But what freaks me out about it is that it's so simple in nature. 
Mm. It's literally you're looking at James Blunt. He's talking to you while he's singing. Then it pans back and his dad's there with him and they're holding hands and they're just looking at each other while James Blunt is crying and singing to him. I think that's what I loved about it so much is the fact that when it did pan out to his dad, because we don't know that his dad is next to him while he's crying and, and so emotional at the beginning, knowing that he was seeing that while his dad is right – I feel like crying now yeah. – while his dad is right next to him and he's – I'm just imagining what he would have felt in that exact moment yeah. and how much emotion would have been released to be able to actually say that to his dad and let his dad know mm. what he's feeling and what he wants his dad to know as well. That's See, that's another reason why the line, I know your mistakes and you know mine, hit me really hard mm. because you think about a relationship, whether it is with your parent or anyone, you know, no relationship is perfect, especially mm. with a parent. You go through your times where you rebel and your parents make mistakes, and but hopefully you come back to each other and you move on. Yeah. Like I can speak for myself that I've had that with certain relationships and it's all about finding each other in the end and just saying that you love each other and moving on. Exactly. I to be able to more. do that is really powerful. It is definitely. I've really enjoyed the lyrics when he was saying, you're not my father, I'm not your son. Yeah. We're just two men basically saying goodbye to each other. Yeah. And whether you no longer have a relationship with your parent anymore or maybe it doesn't ever it never felt like you were the kid in that role yeah. still showing at the end of the day that you can still make amends if you need to or you can still be able to see things from the other person's perspective mm. see that the other person was facing their own demons as yeah. well and that doesn't mean you have to reconnect with them in no, any way but it means that you can you can find a way to understand that they were only human yeah and that every human faces their own demons as yeah. well it makes me think about the father and sons that I know in my life. Mm. And it's just it that's what makes me cry as well. And I think about my husband with my son. Yeah. And how one day that's how my son will feel about his dad. That makes me really emotional. Mm. Something about songs that are written about parents yeah. breaks me. It breaks me that's down. That's because of what we've been through. Well. Yeah. We've been through a lot with our parents and when you're a child of divorce, whether it happened when you were a child or an adult, the I don't think the pain will ever go away. I agree. I completely agree. Something that I realized is like the first time my heart was broken was from my parents. Yeah. And that's something that is very true. Yeah. Most of the time for a lot of us, especially when we have had a family conflict or someone in our family no longer speaks to us or anything like yeah. that, it ends up being a case where when you're a child, that's how you learnt what heartache was yeah. to begin with. That's how you learnt how relationships work. That's why it's important to like speak to someone to heal those wounds that you yeah. may have felt back then, especially if you were a child of divorce or a child mm-hmm. of someone that wasn't honestly wasn't doing their job as a parent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because though we might have removed ourselves from that situation, that doesn't mean that there isn't any scars still left within us. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And the same thing goes if your parents divorced and you were an adult. Agreed completely. Yeah. Just because you're not a child doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt you like it would a child. Exactly, because you're still their child. That's exactly right. You yeah. are their child. That was your family. We could talk uh, – we've spoken about this so many yeah. times, but we're going to eventually make a, an episode on being a child of divorce. Yeah. 
And that's one thing that I definitely really, really believe is the fact that it doesn't matter how old you are, you were still their kid and that was still a family you once had. That's yeah. still a memory you once had. So the fact that you know that you can never go back to that one day, that is allowed to be grieved. Yeah. And there's no time limit of when you're meant to get over that. That was mm-hmm. what you were born with, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're exactly right. There is no time limit. I really like how you said that. Mm. And it's infinite pain. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever really get over it. Oh, I definitely haven't. <laughs> Look, I'm, I literally created a whole career around the fact that I don't want anyone to feel how I felt and cope with things the way I felt when yeah. I was going through my parents' divorce. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. I feel like there's a lot of times in life where people are telling us that we have to get over something or that like it happened so many years ago or like you were five. What do you know? Yeah. And or you were 18. Like, why does it matter? Like you're already grown up. It's not about that. It's not about time. It's about the fact that you lost something. Yeah. People, you can't say to someone, aren't you over grieving your dead family member yet? Like, that's not yeah. something someone says to no, someone else. But when not. you're grieving a situation, a situation, yeah. you're still allowed to grieve it just yeah, as long. Of course. It's still something that is no longer present in your life anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time people put this pressure on themselves to have it all worked out and have, like, get over it, in mm-hmm. quotation marks, within a certain period of time. Don't judge yourself for not getting over it yet because yeah. I'm someone that does a lot of healing work and I'm still not over it. No. I'm still not over it. And I don't think I ever will be. No. It gets easier to cope with. But you know what? When I'm feeling an emotional time, I still go back to those thoughts and be, and I still connect with that 15-year-old version of me that was like really struggling in that time of divorce. Yeah, of course. Mm. I saw an interesting picture that spoke about grief. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the pain for different reasons, is similar. So you've got a little bottle and it's full. Mm -hmm. As time passes, the grief doesn't go away. It stays the same, but the bottle slowly gets bigger. Mm. So you always have that pain in your life, but you learn to be able to hold other things with you as well. I really like that. Yeah, it really opened my eyes to how I'll always have that pain and will always have that pain, but we grow around it. Mm. that's how we can come across as moving on, but not sure if we'll ever actually move on. Yeah. To be healed doesn't mean it's gone. Yes, that's right. But about the music video. Yeah. (laughs) It's very sad. (laughs) Yes. About the music video, very sad. Make sure you give it a watch. (laughs) Make sure you give it a watch and have a little cry. If you're struggling to cry. Oh, this is a good one to get you started. It's a very good one to get you started. If you guys like our episode today, because it is something different that we tried out, let us know so that way we can keep making more of these. We'll keep doing it. And we enjoyed making it, but it's it's all about what you guys want to hear as well. Exactly. But not just about sad things, guys. I mean, we could do it about happy ones too. Yes, fun, exciting. Yes, funny ones. Ha ha. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Huzzah. Yes, there's plenty of music videos that I quite love in my repertoire. Is repertoire the right word? Uh, No. I don't know. know. Let's make it the right word. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, there are plenty of music videos that we can chat about and talk about, plenty of other things that we can react to. So make sure you let us know what you thought of today's episode if you can. Yes, please do. Email us at daydreambelieverspodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. It is a bit of a long email, but it is 
It's ours. It's okay. ours. We're going to own it. Took me an hour to say it. Jesus. <laughs> All right, guys, if you would like to reach me on a coaching basis, you can at EMT Coaching on Instagram. We have a Spotify playlist where we add every single song that we mention in our episodes in that playlist. It is about 24 hours now. That's a It's a good playlist. It really is a good playlist. I'm not going to lie. It is my go-to whenever I don't know what to put on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Me too, well. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye bye. 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 Bye b